This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Did It Tells All. I'm so happy to have you here. I can't believe it's already August. Like, I realized it was August last week during last week's episode, but I think it finally, like, clicked that it is August. This year is just going by so freaking fast compared to last year. I feel like 2020 lasted forever. Obviously, it's because, you know, we were on lockdown and things were shut down and we really couldn't do much except, you know, bake bread, binge Netflix and work out at home. (laughs) But yeah, no, this year it is like flying by. Um, My son's birthday is coming up. He'll be 16. And then my birthday is coming up in September. So we're right around the corner to Libra season. So shout out to all my other Libras. Hey, girl. But anyway, yeah, it, oh, it's just, it's, it's fine by. So today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I don't have a guest today. All you get is me. And I hope you're okay with that. <laughs> but um, yeah, we're just gonna, we're just gonna have a girly chit chat today. I don't have, I mean, I have guests and other interviews for the following weeks. But today I just felt like chatting. I just felt like going over, going over some stuff with you. So yeah, this episode's going to be a little bit random and I hope you're okay. Let's just pretend that, you know, we are sitting at a coffee shop somewhere and we're just, you know, we're just having some girl talk. We're just talking about anything and everything under the sun. Obviously I have some stuff that I want to talk about and I wish that you guys could respond but you can always go into Instagram and you can reply there you can reply in the comments under the post for this episode you can tag me on stories tag the the podcast on stories and yeah we can get a conversation going there too Okay, first things first we have to do a review shout out cuz I realize it's been a couple of weeks since I've done one so Today's shout out goes to Selena Sari, Selena's Ari, probably Selena's Ari. Um, but she says one, I'm sorry, no, that's not one. How many zeros is this? One, two, three, four. So 10,000% recommend listening to this podcast. I found that it via Buff Bunny on Insta and have been a follower for a while now. Was so excited that she made a podcast. I just started listening to podcasts on my long commute to work. Ew, HTX traffic. Girl, tell me about it. And this has been one that I binged until I caught up and now can't or now wait for it every week. That it is so genuine and truly makes you feel like you're one of the her girls for real. We're gal pals. Love this pod and you, Teresa. Keep it up. Thank you, Ari. I'm gonna assume it's Ari and not sorry. So Ari. Thank you so much for taking the time to go leave a review. I totally relate to the Houston traffic. 
Houston is huge, you guys. So if you're from Houston, you know that. You know Houston is like, you know, you can drive for an hour and you're still in Houston. But if you're not from Houston, you're not familiar with Houston, I mean, we're the third largest city for a reason, um, population-wise, but also like, you know, size-wise, we're we're pretty huge. And um, for example, when I drive to Buff Bunny headquarters, they are way on the opposite side of Houston for me. So on a good day, if I need to go to HQ, it takes me about 45 minutes to get there. If I have to go during traffic time, it's probably going to take me about an hour 15-ish to get there. Like that's just how massive Houston is. And, you know, I want to go work out at Alphalete more often and work out, you know, over there. But it just like – it would like I would spend more time in my car commuting there and back than I would actually working out. So I still go out there every once in a while, but I try to save that like as a special thing for, you know, when one of the other athletes is in town or um, yeah, but Houston is massive. So I am glad, I guess in a way that that's, that works in my favor because that means you have plenty of time to listen to an episode on your commute. You can probably finish it like on your commute there and then maybe finish it on their way back home. But thank you guys for leaving me reviews and uh, ratings. We are up to 58 ratings. You guys, please help me get to 100. That's my one goal. I just want to get to 100 ratings by the end of 2021. That would just make my heart so happy. I don't know. Maybe when we get to 100 ratings, we can do like a a giveaway or something like um because we reached 10k streams just about a week or so ago so that was pretty cool because if we sit here and think about it i've only had this podcast for four months which is not a long time it's my this is still my baby you know and for it to have 10k streams in four months to me that is like such an accomplishment because 10,000 times my podcast has been listened to. doesn't matter which episode you've listened to or if you've listened to all episodes or half of the episodes. The fact that someone out there decided to push play is freaking cool. Sometimes like I don't like I, I, I still not doubt myself, but I'm like, holy shit, like what am I doing? Who am I? What's going on? And I'm not saying it to brag, but just like, because it's a really empowering feeling. And it's something that I wish everybody could feel. You know, I think that sometimes we box ourselves into these little boxes, like I'm a mom, or I'm a teacher, or I'm a nurse, or I'm a whatever. And then your soul identity becomes just what you place in this little box. And the truth is that you are so much more than that. You are more than what you think you are, more than what you've just labeled yourself as. Because, I mean, I can sit here and I wear 10 bazillion hats, right? I am a mother. I'm a sister. I'm a friend. I'm a daughter. That's just relationship-wise, right? But then I'm also a content creator. I'm a podcast host. I'm a... um, part-time wannabe model like I I do so many things and it feels really cool the fact that I can I don't have to limit myself that I can do 
anything and everything I want as long as I put passion into it and it's something that I enjoy. So if there's anything out there that, you know, you want to dabble in, that you want to learn about, that you want to try, just do it. Just just go do it. And you don't have to, you know, be 100% prepared to do it. It just takes that one baby step. So that's actually the first thing I want to talk about today is starting something new because I get asked so many times, how do I start losing weight? How do I start learning macros? How do I start CrossFit? How do I X, Y, Z? And you guys, there, there, there is no right or wrong way to start something. You just have to start. You just have to rip off that dang Band-Aid and go do it. I think so many times we sit here and we overthink it to the point to where we just keep delaying it over and over again. And I'm not perfect. I do this too. I've told you that before with this podcast. I would sit here and I would just overthink it, overthink it, and then I would not do it. And I think a lot of people do that also just like even with fitness in general, Um, if you, you know, you say like, okay, I'm going to start working out. Okay. I want to go to the gym. Okay. I want to go to CrossFit or I want to do weightlifting. And you're like, but I don't know how, or like, I don't know where to start. And the truth is many of us didn't know either, but we just went and did it. So I'm going to tell you right now, quit procrastinating, quit overthinking it and rip off the fucking bandaid. Go start. If you want to start CrossFit, just go. Go to a box. Go to a CrossFit box. Go do the free class because every CrossFit box always has a free, like, fundamentals trial class. And go try it. Just put on some shorts or some leggings and a shirt. Put on some sneakers and go try it. Don't worry about looking stupid because if you're going to that trial class, pretty sure everyone in that class is going to be new too and y'all are all going to be in the same boat. So stop overthinking it. Just go do it. Okay, let's say you want to start weightlifting, but you're not sure what to do. Go to Pinterest, go to YouTube, go to Instagram, go find a workout. People put workouts out there all the time. Just free content out there with free workout plans. Seriously, like if you go to Pinterest and you just type in, I don't know, pool day, right? So that's like you're like working back and shoulders. So pool day, there are going to be tons of workout plans that tell you exactly what the movement is, that tell you exactly how many reps you're supposed to do. And then if you're not sure how to do a movement, go look on YouTube. There have been so many times where like a a coach or someone has programmed something for me and I'm just like, I don't, I don't know what this is. So what I do, I go to YouTube. I look up the movement. They usually explain the movement. They show the movement. They give you tips for the movement. And then I'm like, okay. And then I go do the movement. And As far as weight, you know, that's just trial and error. I usually start with five pound dumbbells because that's, you know, makes sense to me to start something new with five pounds. And then I adjust accordingly over time. So it also depends on the move. But a lot of this, guys, is just actually you going and physically doing the thing that you want to do. Stop holding yourself back because you think that you're not prepared or that you don't know what to do. I promise you, half the people who do things out in this world don't didn't know how to do it when they first started. A lot of business owners didn't actually go to business school. So they just went and started a business and they figured it out along the way. And 
that is something that, you know, I've, I've learned from others. Like I've, I watched my dad start his business from the ground up. And so like, it's really inspiring to see how people step out of their comfort zones and then how much it makes you grow. And like I said, I watched my dad do that. I I did it myself when it came to fitness. I did it in CrossFit. I did it in weightlifting. And a lot of my friends do that too. Um, my job right now, okay, so I work in education. You guys know that. And in my job, there have been times where I just faked it till I made it. Um, you know, my principal will be like, hey, Teresa, we need you to create blah, 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 blah. And then they'll tell me what I need to make. And sometimes I have no freaking clue how to do it. And what do I do? I go teach myself or I go ask people or I go research. And then I do the thing that I was tasked to do. And in the process of doing that, I have learned something new and I have grown in my career, in my specialty, in my job. But that's because I just went and did the work. And you have to do the same thing. If you want to learn how to track macros, okay, there are tons of websites out there. When I first started, you know what I went to? Ifitfitsyourmacros.com, like the acronym I-I-F-Y-M.com. Um, they literally break down what a macro is, how to count a macro, how to track a macro that you can put in your data and it like gives you starting macros so that you can, you know, have a starting point. And then, you know, download the MyFitnessPal app and it's just, you need to you need to just rip that bandit off, girl. Quit second guessing yourself. You want to start that business? All right, then start an Instagram business page and start promoting yourself. Okay, don't worry about what your friends and family are going to think. If they truly are your friends and family, they will support you in that endeavor. And if they're going to make fun of you, then they're they're not really there to watch you grow. They're not really there to support you. And that is something that I definitely had to learn when I started this because especially at work, I didn't work where I work now. I worked in a completely different school, completely different school district. But, you know, I would show up with my meal prep and other people would be like, what are you eating? And, you know, it just felt very judgy and it, it kind of sucked. Um, or like if I went out to like with my friends to a bar and then like I would limit myself to like two beers, right? I babysit my beer and I'd have like two max because beer has a lot of carbs. And when you're macro counting, you know, you watch your carbs and um, like I would get told like I'm a party pooper or like why am I being such a baby because I won't keep drinking. And it, it kind of got to the point where I had to speak up and I had to be like, you know what? My not drinking does not stop you from your drinking so you drink all you want let me drink all i want and like we'll be fine just because you're drinking six margaritas doesn't mean i have to drink six margaritas you go at your pace i'll go at mine and you just you have to learn how to tune out the noise not just like your inner voice like that noise but the external noise around you as well the other thing about starting something new is that a lot of times you start to compare yourself to people who are way further along in their journey, right? I always talk about life coming in seasons or in chapters. And when we see other people, especially like on social media, right, 
we look at them when they're in their like, I don't know, chapter 15, and then you start comparing yourself to their chapter 15. But what you need to realize is that they at one point started at a chapter one. So you can't compare yourself, like your starting point, to where they are in their journey. You need to start your chapter one. You need to write your own chapter, your own beginning. And then later on with time, with experience, by learning, by growing, you will get to your chapter 15. And every chapter is going to be full of trial and error. It's going to be full of experiences. It's going to be full of mistakes, but that's okay because it's through these mistakes that you're able to learn and you're able to grow. Um, again, I'm going to re- go back to my job for a second, but in my job, what I do now is I train teachers, right? And over time, the education system has changed, but also the way that our students learned have changed, right? A lot of us went to school when we sat in rows, when we read out of big textbooks, when we would popcorn read, you know, when the teacher would call out on you and you would have to read a paragraph or a sentence, and then you'd close your book and you'd take it back to your locker or the bookshelf in the classroom, whatever. That's how school ran when we were in school. But school doesn't work like that anymore. I don't know if, if, if you have kids and you've asked your kids about class, um, you know, we don't do that anymore. And everything is so much more personalized and everything is more, especially where I work, you know, we focus a lot on failing forward and, you know, making growth through our mistakes. And we do that with the kids. And we're always talking to the kids about that, about failing forward, failing forward. It's okay to make mistakes because that's how you grow. But I came to realize that our teachers struggle with that because our teachers did not grow in a time period where that was the norm. You know, when they were in school, when we were in school, if we made a mistake, we either got laughed at or we got in trouble. And now, you know, we, we want kids, kids to be risk takers. We want kids to try something new and to do it their way. So a lot of teachers struggle with giving up control because that's not what they're used to. And I always have to sit there and talk to them about failing forward, about how if we want our students to do these things, to make mistakes, to learn how to, you know, be themselves, we have to lead by example. And I know that is this is a generational thing that makes it a little bit more difficult for us, especially if, you know, you're like an older millennial or even older beyond that, because that's just not how we grew up. But that doesn't mean that we can't do that now in adulthood. And I encourage you to try something new, even if you don't think you can do it. Even if you think you're going to fail at it, because you know what? Here's what's going to happen. You're either going to succeed and you're going to be so fucking proud of yourself for succeeding. And that's going to make you feel like hot shit, you know, or you're going to fail. But in that failure will be a lesson. And then you can try again. And then you can try again. And then you can try again until you do succeed. And that feeling of accomplishing something that was difficult, oh, that's a, that is such a cool feeling. Okay, but now you're probably questioning, okay, Teresa, but how do I actually start, right? Logistically, how do I start something new? And 
you know, it depends on what it is that you want to do, how you start. But I am going to suggest two tips that have helped me at least not just start something, but to keep up with it and to be consistent. Okay. Number one, timing. You have to dedicate time to your craft or to whatever it is that you want to do. You have to put it in your schedule. You have to make it a priority. You guys ask me all the time, like, how do you have time to go to the gym when you do this and that? And the answer is always going to be the same. It's because I make the time for it. I put it in my schedule. So let's say you want to grow your Instagram, right? Well, a lot of what Instagram is, is engagement. So if you, if that's something that you really want to do, then you need to dedicate time to working on your Instagram account. You need to work on going in there and interacting with people. You need to work on making posts and you need to work on making content that is not just engaging, but also like dynamic and eye-catching. You have to dedicate time to it. And I know it's hard to find the time to do things, but there are moms out there who are working from home, who have their own businesses. And you know when they work on it? When their kids are in bed at like 10, 11 p.m. at night because they make the time for it, because they put it in their schedule. There are moms who wake up at 4 a.m. to work out before their kids wake up so that by the time their kids wake up, they can dedicate their time to their home. Again, it's because it's a priority and they made time for it. This podcast, this is a priority for me. So what I do, I dedicate Monday evenings to editing, to recording, to creating my content for it. Again, because it's a priority. So you have to make the time for it. And you're going to say, I don't have the time. And I understand. I believe you because I say that too. I don't have the time. But I say I don't have the time for the things that I don't really want to do. Right? Because if it's something that I really, really, really want to do, I'm going to push something else off my plate and make time for the thing that really matters. Um, I had to rearrange my gym schedule to be able to do this podcast because that's how much I cared for it. And you guys know I love I love going to the gym. I love working out. But I was also equally passionate about this, about sharing my voice and my wisdom, if we want to call it that, <laughs> with you guys. And because it was such a priority, because it was so important, I had to make the time for it. I couldn't just say, eh, I'll record whenever I feel like it or eh, I'll record, you know, if if I have time. Because the truth is, if, if that was my mentality, then you guys would be getting an episode, I don't know, like once a month. And that can, that's that's not consistent. It's just it's it's not. And if you want to grow in something, again, you have to dedicate the time and you have to be consistent. So whatever it is that you want to do, put it into your schedule, a lot of time for it and make sure that you are, you know, holding yourself accountable to that time spot. When I started my podcast, I told my son, I was like, hey, Monday afternoons, if I'm in my office and my door's closed, it's I'm recording. And he understands and he does his thing and I do my thing. And I realize that my son's a teenager, so it's easier. If you have little ones, it's probably difficult. I understand that. But it doesn't mean it's not possible, right? Because you can find a way. If you're married or you have a husband or whatever and you want to go to the gym, 
talk to your partner. Tell them how important this is to you and have them help you out with the kids. Or maybe, you know, if you want to work out in the mornings, maybe that's going to be cereal for breakfast morning day. Maybe that's the one day of the week or the couple of days of the week when you don't make a, a, you know, a full breakfast. Figure out what works for you and your schedule and your family and your life, but make the time. Don't just, you know, wing it because a lot of times when we wing things, they don't get done to our best ability or we don't, we're not able to fully invest in that. So again, time management, make time for it. The second thing that I'm going to suggest is you have to have some type of reward or motivation. And I know that for some people, you know, rewards and motivation doesn't do it. But for all of us, it does to some extent, right? I would reward myself with um, like new clothes or new shoes or new leggings or a new bra when I first started. Like if I it was milestones like tracking progress, but then I would also do things like if I worked out five times a week for a whole month, hey, I'm going to go to Lululemon and buy myself an expensive bra because that was my reward. And it was something that I looked forward to. And it was something that helped me like hold me accountable. And if you think that's something that's going to work for you, then do it. The other thing when I was in CrossFit, because my toes would get destroyed in CrossFit, is um. I would reward myself like anytime I hit a new PR, which is pretty often whenever you're still kind of new to CrossFit because, you know, you're constantly getting new PRs. Is like when I would make a big PR, I would go treat myself to Manny and Petty. Like it was just an, it was like a it was like a me me time, like a little a little treat to be able to go and get a Manny Petty. And maybe like, you know, I would go all out with that Petty. Maybe I'd get the hot stones and the hand wax or whatever. But Find some way to motivate yourself extrinsically. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say use food. I've talked about that before. I don't like using food as a reward. I think it's a slippery slope in using food as a coping mechanism and emotional eating and binge eating. So I, I try to stay away from using food as a reward system. But, you know, like treating yourself to something, buying yourself something, those are things that and for me, really, really help. So think about what are some things that you can use to motivate yourself and to hold you accountable for your actions. Okay, and my third tip is going to be to find a support system. Listen, we are social creatures, okay? Even like, okay, I'm about to admit something. <laughs> I... I know I'm on like social media, but I am not a social person. I like being alone. I like my me time. I like my personal space. Um, so being social for me, I really have to be intentional about it. Like, you know, being social with people. And, but even then, I know that we as human beings are social creatures. There's a reason why in the prison system, you know, isolation is a punishment is because we need other people in our lives. We need to interact with other people. Even if you're like a loner like me, you know, you still need other people. And 
it's really hard to do something or to try something um, or, or keep up with something when you don't have a support system. So you need to have a support system. And it doesn't have to be a support system within your household. Now, that's that's the goal, right? That's the dream, you know, to have your family be supportive of whatever endeavor you're taking on. And, you know, I'm lucky that I had that. My family was always very supportive. They're very supportive now of everything that I do. And I know I'm super blessed, but I also know that there are people who are not as lucky. But that doesn't mean that you can't find a support system elsewhere. One of the things that I love, 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 love about the internet is that you can make friends with people, you can be in groups with people, you can find all sorts of social platforms with like-minded people on the internet. You know, there's, there's, you know, we always talk about like um, all the different versions of TikTok or the different versions of Twitter. And the truth is that there's a group of people for everyone. So even if you don't have a group or a support system within your household, you can find one out there. I know that, you know, Reddit and uh, Tumblr was, you know, that's how we start. That's not how it started, but they were very big back in the day because people found things to, um, I don't want to say like, not commiserate, but things that they had in common and they were able to bond over. And now we have that on Instagram too. We have that on TikTok. We have that on YouTube. And I know that some of these people, you know, you look at them and they're like, oh, they've got like 3 million followers. They're never going to be my friend. I get that. But there are other people who are looking for a support system as well. And you can bond and you can communicate and you can hold each other accountable through that. You know, one of the things that I've started doing more recently is a clubhouse I don't know if you're familiar with Clubhouse, but it's it's just another social platform. And while I may not necessarily have like a core group of friends on Clubhouse, I do like going in there and just listening to the conversations. It's kind of like my mini support group of sorts. And there's always different topics. Like, I mean, I listen to um, Clubhouse groups or whatever the rooms, chat rooms, whatever they're called about, you know, content related stuff but i also just like like to listen in on like mom groups and uh dating groups like just like women empowerment stuff and even if i don't necessarily talk or speak out the fact that i'm listening and listening to other people share their stories it kind of is really reassuring and helping me understand that i'm not alone and that whatever it is i'm trying to achieve is possible or that if i'm going through a hard time that there is, you know, a light at the end of the tunnel. So you need to find that. Find your support system. Find a group of people who are going through the same journey as you because we need people to lean on. That's that's just the truth. You need to have someone that you can lean on and they can lean on you and you can support each other. So I don't know. Go go scour through Instagram and find your people. Go um See if you can get an invitation to Clubhouse from someone and go listen to people there. Go maybe like if you at your gym, you know, find other people who are, you know, are along the same path of life as you. Because obviously, like if you're, you know, 
24 and single, then you probably want someone who can relate to the same things that you're going through. Uh, or if you are, I don't know, 24 and a mom, then you probably want, you know, other 24, 25 year old moms who you can again relate to. There is a support group for everyone, whether it's a virtual group, an in-person group, someone at your home, just you need people. We're social people. You need people. Find your people. All right, mamacitas, mother duty calls, and I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the episode here, mainly because I have to go pick up my son from football practice. Um, But I don't know. I think, you know, I really touched on what I wanted to talk about today, and I hope you found some of it insightful and helpful. And if you do, if if you did, go put it into practice. Remember what I told you at the beginning? Stop overthinking it. Just put it into practice. And I look forward to hearing all about your your new endeavors and what what new thing you decided to to try or do. Um. Oh yeah, that's it. That's it for me for now. And I will see you next week. Love ya. Bye.